the South Congress podcast. He got his ass cooked. He got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. Are you surprised? I told everybody it's going to get cooked. Cooked. The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is South Congress Podcast, episode 123. My name is Cameron. And I'm Tristan. Guys, we, we did this with like no, there was no mic check. There was no sound check. It was just let it fly, basically. Um, Back in the booth. So we took a week off last week. Basically, it was my man's birthday. Happy belated birthday. If, if you guys weren't there, my man is a big 3-6 now. 3-6 Mafia. Um, so, yeah, we um, we had a good time. Kicked it a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little, little small, safe, uh, less than 10 people, social distancing gathering, you know, um, being as mature about it as we can. Um, but that hen was flowing. It had some hen, had some champagne, um, had some cigars. Mm-hmm. Why did we have champagne, Peanut? Not just because of your birthday. To celebrate a glorious day. So, of course, we were like, we need to do a show after the election, right? But there was no show after the election because the election took a damn week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Where do you even start? So, when did you early vote? Um... Let's see. October thirteenth was when they were able to. They're starting it, right? Mm-hmm. That Saturday. Okay, I think I went the following Friday. Mm-hmm. Where do you vote in San Antonio or in Austin? San, I do in San Antonio because my address. You are thirty six years old. So hey, I'm just running a room here. Anyway, I'm just running a room. You out work here, here. and your, I your run a life, room out here. Ninety percent of your life is here. Hey, I just ran a room out. <laughs> no, here. No, you don't. You work here. If your day consists of. I don't know, 16 hours, uh-huh. 16 hours of them are in Austin. <laughs> no, you can't, you don't get to cop out like that. I, I'm we're renting all a room. From, no, we're all from somewhere. Yeah. You, you don't live. I'm just, I just rent a room because like I said, I, I'm not going to. What do you call the thing you do when you're awake? What, do, what is that? Do you rent that room too? Or do they pay you to be there? They may pay me to be there. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Whatever. Right. Uh-huh. No, it's funny. I'm giving you a hard time. Yeah. I don't. Um. I have to like cross county lines to vote because like I don't because we live in a different county than Travis. So my address is still there. So I have to go there to vote. Oh, like, okay. even though it's only separated by like a mile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to go there to vote. So, uh, yeah, we knocked it out. So here's why I asked him when he early voted, unless you've been living under a rock. Um, I think the final tally was. 306. Like 232. Yeah. Um, Basically how he won the first, like he lost in the landslide that he won in his claim landslide of four years ago. I think they said Biden flipped uh, five of the states Trump had flipped. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he got him back. So guys, uh, this is what we're saying. I know we're dancing around it. I know you already know too, so you don't mm-hmm. need us to like give you the facts specifically. But basically, uh, Joe Biden um, ultimately... Uh, was ahead in the popular vote by like four million. Yep. Um, as of election night, uh, Super Tuesday, and the next night, it looked like Trump had like a pretty sizable lead in a bunch of states. What happened? 
The mail-in ballots were coming in still. The mail-in ballots and the absentee ballots. Yep. Here's why it's funny. Mm-hmm. If you were following any of the media coverage of the election, if you follow Trump on Twitter or see his tweets, basically he was urging people not to do mail-in votes, not to do absentee votes. And so his base voted in person. And so they could tally up the votes right away. Yeah. Democrats overwhelmingly, and this is at least comparatively, mm-hmm. overwhelmingly voted mail-in and absentee. And so there were certain states who would not allow you to count the mail-in and absentee votes until after the election. Yeah. yeah until after uh, Super Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And so Trump had to look at it and be like, man, I'm killing him in all these states. And then day after day after day, watch that lead slide and slide and slide mm-hmm. until he lost. Uh, did it start with Michigan or Wisconsin? Whichever one it was. And I think it was. I think it was Michigan. Okay, because he was like, yo. Um, I think Michigan was the first example of that like, one coming that- from behind and all of a sudden these absentee votes and the votes that are counted from the large cities mm-hmm. are, because I think it was Detroit. Detroit yeah. got his ass beat, oh, right? Of course. And then you look at Wisconsin. The big thing about Wisconsin, I want you guys to understand. Look at what happened to the Milwaukee Bucks, right? Uh, Sterling is it Sterling Brown? Is that his name? Yeah. Um, Sterling Brown just had the city settle seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars for him, and they have to publicly apologize for like the inherent racism that caused the issue, and they have to apologize for the thing that happened to him being unconstitutional. So, like, Milwaukee, even though it's in Wisconsin, is all of a sudden a space where they are not down with the racist bullshit, right? Yeah. Happens in Michigan. Happens in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Then um, Atlanta and Pennsylvania. Or I say Atlanta and Pennsylvania, Georgia and Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, here comes Atlanta. Here comes Pittsburgh. Here comes Pittsburgh. Here comes Philly, right? Yeah. So, I hate when they draw the maps that show, like... Only these small blue spots in these states vote for Democrats, and then the rest of the state votes Republican, right? They'll show a blue dot, and then everywhere else is red. And it's like, no, that's not it. It's not that people live everywhere. Everybody's segmented, right? Like, there's a bunch of these little towns, so it should just be dots everywhere, but niggas live in the biggest dot, you know? So he had to watch, basically, a situation he created. It's really poetic justice. Because he would have known his ass got cooked right away. But he had to find out that he got cooked day after day after day after day. Right? Imagine sitting there realizing that I kind of look at it as like a slow death. Mm-hmm. And basically you're just realizing day after day after day that, you know what? Hey, I'm probably going to jail when this is all said and done. Yeah. Um, and I know that that's why he's flipping the hell out because he knows him and damn near a lot of his family members and his son-in-law, they're, they're probably going to jail. Like, they're not going to have that presidential immunity at this point. Yeah. The only thing that can save his ass is if he were to pardon himself and his family members of any wrongdoing. Well, they have to be charged with shit, actually, first. But, I mean, the, the only way is, like, you know, Joe Biden and, you know, I would hope Joe Biden wouldn't do no silly shit like that. Because then at that point, it's like, no, you need to get the fuck out of here. So, let's take it from... Kind of when we knew things are going the other way. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden was super calm about it and was like, yeah, it looks like we're winning. Um, we are going to operate 
off the fact that we're winning. And that's how we're going to carry everything. Like, that's how we're going to go forward, right? Yeah. And Trump was like, nah, fuck it, we got this. Like, we not doing no tripping on our end. They don't got nothing. Uh, we got it. And so it seems like Biden, even from early on, you know, you have some of the smartest people in the world kind of crunching the numbers, letting you know what trends look like. They know what it looks like with these major cities. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, they kind of knew it was coming. Um, and then Biden, part of the speech that he makes early on is what? My goal is to be the president of the United States. I want to unite people. I want to bring people together. I do not want them to feel like um, I'm just president of a certain segmented spot. Like this is about all of us. Right. Yeah. I think that Trump and Pence and all the dumbasses working under them, they're fine. They're not going to jail. They're not going to serve any time. They're going to get to live their lives as, you know, private citizens off to the side and they'll be fine. Because I think that I think Biden looks at it like that's only going to divide people further. Now, we say the nice thing before we say the mean thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And I also want to point out that, like, salute to Kamala Harris, the very first uh, female vice president the very first black vice president, the very first Indian vice president, like there, there's, she has set some, some pretty amazing standards. Like I absolutely want to salute her for that. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, but let's talk about it. Yeah. Joe Biden had the largest popular vote turnout ever. We're up around. What was it? Yeah. Like 74 million, like votes. 74 million votes, right? 74 and change. Yeah. But like I said, <laughs> He only won by four million. So what does that mean? Seventy million racist assholes still voted for Trump. Yeah. Right. And this is how I always think it should be said: Is every Trump voter a racist? Absolutely not. Is every Trump voter okay with racism? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, they are. And that's the thing. Like, people have said like. We've lost friendships and politics shouldn't be a thing to divide us. We need to respect each other's opinions. Like, no, if you're if your politics and your opinions is going to diminish my quality of life. Fuck you. That's it. If I can yeah. die over your politics, like kiss my ass. And here's my biggest yeah. thing about it. Like I, I've said, um, I am not the most well-versed person on policy. Right. I'm not. Um, I could definitely be more involved politically. I could lend myself more to the process intellectually. I absolutely could. Will Jones, I hope you're listening. Here's what I know. Now it's time for us to get Cam in there. I know that since Trump has been president, Mm -hmm. there's been an uptick in white supremacist organizations, white pride organizations. Mm -hmm. There's been an uptick in the discounting of science. There has been an all-out assault on the media. Um, there has been the decision to just decide that facts are not facts. Like these are the things I know. Mm-hmm. We've gotten dumber and more racist as a country day by day by day, rocking with Trump. So if somebody's opposed to that, I gotta be with that. Like perfect example. So Trump be getting fried in all these states, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely cooked in all these states, right? Mm-hmm. The states that he's lost, he's decided that there was voter fraud. 
he set up the idea that there would be voter fraud six months ago. Yeah. By saying that don't mail in your ballots because we don't know if those are going to be authentic. People are going to try to cheat this. Um, People who aren't eligible to vote are going to vote. And, you know, non-citizens are going to vote. You know, all that bullshit. And his base ate it up. Why did they eat it up? Because they're a cult. Because they're a fucking cult. A cult of idiocy. Mm-hmm. They are the idiocracy. Like, I don't even, I don't know who is just charismatic enough. And I think because I'm into, like, cult documentaries and shit so much. And, like, I have seen, like, all these fucking black hoteps and shit, like, try to come up off of, like, misinformation. I think I'm not immune to it, but I won't rock with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to just believe something because somebody said it with no research. And people who are fans of his, they just rock with what he says. And I don't understand why, other than you're a racist idiot. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, fake news. Like, the idea of fake news. Like, there are people who do research and do interviews and sit all day in the fucking library and go through document after document like just to prove information and somebody can just step up and say fake news and discredit all their work like think about being a scientist all right you typically do your undergrad um depending on what it is you're doing go get your master's or doctorate in something um have to put on all kinds of research papers got to sit in the field look at fucking rocks all day you know how much fun looking at rocks is it's no fun they're rocks i like looking at rocks you do that shit all day i know and you can do all that just for somebody because they are an elected official to say that's not true and dumbasses believe it like we had to do formulas we had to do research in high school in middle school in college we know these things are real why do we all of a sudden decide that they're not true you know why because we'd rather be safe and white speaking of safe and white 55 percent of white women voted for trump after 53 percent of them voted last time so they gained he gained two percent more white women said and yet that's what you rock with that's a damn shame but you know i don't why do you do this to me (laughs) you you of all people know that i don't but you just want to go with with the twitter mob i see what it is it's fucked up it's really fucked up i've seen it first of all will seen it i don't know who will is yes you do i don't know who anybody is will seen it at brunch a couple years ago so that was she wasn't white Anyway, oh, um, she was. It, was, it was definitely a black woman who was trying to talk to you, too. You just making things up. Oh, yeah, my bad. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. You're right. Never mind. But nah. so here's where we are now. All right. So Biden clearly has this big ass lead. Mm-hmm. Trump has put all his different lawyers on the case. No states have found any evidence of voter fraud. Oh, he lost, lost. But he's still out here tweeting. Nah, only reason he won is because he cheated during X, Y, and Z. He didn't win shit. I won. I'm the man. And he has no plans on conceding. And it's funny as hell because like, there's a lot of people, you know, um, of course, of all places on Facebook. And they're like, so you're telling me an old white man like Joe Biden got more votes than Barack Obama? Well, look who the fuck joe biden was going up against i think if any one of us are going up against donald trump we probably would have got the same amount of popular votes too or damn near close to it because people don't like him people don't want to fuck with him no more i think the biggest thing was like there are people you can look at who said they voted for trump 
like as a joke. Like they were like, yo, there's no way he's gonna win. This is 2016. Mm-hmm. It's like there's no way he's gonna win. So fuck it. Like who cares, right? No, that, that's a bullshit thing to say. You're, I, you're not gonna waste your vote, some precious like that, because of a fucking joke. A lot of people voted for Harambe though. Like what? there okay. are Kanye had. 40,000 votes. There are people who will absolutely waste their vote. And you, Okay, so those 40,000 people are, mm-hmm. are like uh, definitely like college white kids. Sure, sure. I'm not, I'm not suggesting yeah. that these are like but clever people. But your, your average American citizen mm-hmm. who, absolutely. No, I agree. Who, who has a working mm-hmm. brain that functions properly is not going to vote for Trump as a fucking joke. I think what my point is. Yeah, no, I see um, what you're saying though. Cause you're, yeah, yeah, because you're right. I think that there are a lot of people who are dumbasses, though. Mm-hmm. They kind of had to wake up like, yo, I kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I mm-hmm. may have made a mistake, right? Yeah. And so now, a lot of people, I think, tried to rectify that. I think that young voters, because if you look at, like, the TikTok generation, they fucking hate Trump. They know he's an idiot. And they hate their parents even more for voting for the guy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So they made their vote heard with their first chance of kind of getting to get out here and actually make their voices be heard. But yeah, you know, I, I wonder if like the, if all the mail-in ballots have been counted, you know, like in all mm-hmm. the states, because um, I mean, like in our state, in the Senate races, like I'm still not convinced that more people, you know, voted for John Cornyn. Like knowing how terrible job he's doing, mm-hmm. that he got more votes than MJ Hager. Like it's just like, Mm, I think there's still some votes out there that, you know, some mail-in ballots and stuff. Because I mean, I know in Texas, there there's a lot of like mail-in ballots and absentee uh, voting going on. But mm-hmm. I wonder if they got to all of it. And then uh, another thing I had explained to someone the other day, like they were wondering, you know, they asked some question. I go, yeah, I go. Basically, I think like yeah about the Senate races. Like you know, how, how did, I guess, how did they not flip to more dim than anything? I said we got to understand, even if the people that. We, you know, these Republicans that were saying that, well, I'm voting for Joe Biden, like I'm, t- I'm tired of Trump shit, doesn't necessarily mean that they're, that they're voting for the Democratic senators either. Mm-hmm. They may have just said, you know what, no. Because, yeah, I remember, like, I know most states, I don't know if they have straight ticket vo- vo- uh, voting, like Texas, they, they got rid of it. You can't, you can yeah, do Yeah, you got to go individually, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you got to go through every single one for sure. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any of the states that are doing the same, but, you know, and I was trying to explain to them, I go, yeah, like, like these, okay, like these Republicans that decided they're going to vote for Joe Biden doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to vote for the senators yeah. that are Democrats. They don't want well. to look stupid, yeah. but they still want to rock with the, you know, yeah. with their races. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. I think that, um, and now, like, shout out to Stacey Abrams. I don't only oh, yeah. want to credit her. I mean, she's definitely the prominent name in Georgia for getting people out to vote, for mobilizing Democrats. Excuse me. Absolutely flip the state. Um, and again, an actual, an actual victim of voter fraud. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's mm-hmm. like, voter suppression is a motherfucker, man. It really is. Like, it, it's. I understand that there are people who say my vote doesn't count. Like, I really do get that. Mm-hmm. If your vote didn't count, white people wouldn't try to stop you from voting. Like, it's just that simple. Like, white people aren't doing that like just to be difficult. They do other things just to be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> like. They tell you to tuck your shirt in and cover up your tattoos and don't have dreads. But no, they go <laughs> to like wild lengths to stop black folks from voting. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, Stacey Abrams, man, just again, mobilizing Democrats, making sure people are registered, getting them out to vote. Um, flip the election, man. Yeah, that's it crazy. Really that's true. Georgia blue. That is insane. Yeah, man. So, so salute to her. Um, yeah. So 
talk about the fallout, man. I don't even post on Facebook anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I po- like I posted like when Biden was like the clear winner. I was like, yeah, Biden wins. Like, fuck y'all if it's a problem. Like, it just has to be that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And like, we have people. I say you have friends. We have people who like we know like rock with Trump. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care at all. Like it, it's and and these aren't even people that are like racist. But they definitely have the tendencies though. There are people who are definitely okay with racism. Yeah. <laughs> like they're clearly cool with it. It's not a deal breaker for them. It's probably the biggest part of it. And it has to be for me. Like yo, across the street, um like our neighbors uh have like their Trump pent signs still up. I'm just waiting for them to come down, baby. They might be up there forever. They might never take that shit down. I don't even know what these people look like. I'm very curious. I never seen them either. I hope they're Latinos for Trump. Oh, I laugh my ass I off. I pray they're Latinos for Trump. Oh, I do, so I can yell at them call them pendejo. Like, these black people and these Hispanic people, like, who voted for Trump in big numbers, I don't get it, man. Oh, now, I, I, I understand the idea that, well, the Democrats never did nothing for me. I mean, were them niggas trying to kill you? Because the Republicans are trying to kill you. <laughs> they want you to die. Like, you look at what happened in D.C. over the weekend. Like, at this at this pro-Trump rally. These, mother, these white dudes out here wearing fucking Fred Perry polos and shit. Fighting niggas out here in the street. And the cops letting them do it. You know why? Because they're the same fucking gang. Yep. Um, and, and yeah, I don't know who would doubt that. Because that's definitely what it is. But, yeah... Um, there are people who voted for Trump because they're like, well, Joe Biden's just going to shut down the economy if he's elected. What the hell happened? Nigga, you don't make no money. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. It's always the broke niggas who are worried about the economy getting shut down. It's always the broke niggas who are worried about, uh, your taxes increasing. Nigga, you make $36,000 a year if you work OT. Yeah, they're they're already taking everything they can out of your taxes because you make no fucking money. What are you so worked <laughs> up about? Because not now one less now, Slurpee. <laughs> now they're not gonna be able to do that. Now they're not gonna be able to. <laughs> I'm saying this shit don't make no. Like no, you gotta that, skip that to one trip to Shoe Barn, like one trip. That that's the thing that, that makes me laugh the most. It's kind of like you know, it's more of yeah, but the money. It's like you don't make enough money for them to even give a shit about you. This will never bother you. Never, like, ever, ever. Like they won't even look your way. Like if they if they look if you were to meet one of them in the restaurant and you were to say like, Oh, I think you're so great, they're gonna look at you and say, Thank you, hey, uh, can I get another clean fork? Not realizing that you may or may not work there. That's how they're gonna look at you. There are people who have said at least through the pandemic, mm-hmm. Donald Trump Gave us some money. Biden's not going to give us no money. Now, let me be clear. You and I work in professions that we're not at the risk of being laid off. Like there are there's a lot of federal money already put into them. Um, things that they keep standard, things that do not go away. Right. Yeah. So we were not worried about losing our jobs. Um, and so I have to preface it with that. That being said. If you are somebody who had your job, Trump gave you the equivalent of 
$37.50 each week for eight months. <laughs> Niggas say you can DoorDash twice a week on me, Playboy, on me. Like $1,200 over an eight-month period where niggas really weren't supposed to be outside. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. had to worry about paying their rent. Um, and granted, there are people who absolutely got unemployment benefits. I'm not discounting that. But you get unemployment benefits no matter who the president is. Like, that that doesn't change. Yeah. Like, that's a mandate that he couldn't just throw out the window. So, he gave you $40 a week. And you like, yeah, I'm, that's who I'm rocking with. That's my man. Like, what the fuck? And it wasn't like he's the one that came up with the bill. It was the Democrats who came up with it, and he passed it after them fucking editing it 16 times. I just wanted to make sense, man. I just really wanted to make sense. But I, I, I realize I'm trying to explain people who believe in white supremacy and don't believe in science. Yeah, and then going back to that money thing, like, it just shows how broke some people really are mm-hmm. that... And like I said, $1,200 is $1,200. That's a pretty good amount of money. I mean, I'm not going to deny it. Like, it's, it's all money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, <laughs> it's money that, you know, you're going to give me. Like, I'm, I'm not going to deny it. Do I need it necessarily? No. But am I going to shoot away? No. At the same time, I'm not going to get all giddy over $1,200. I'm not going to be like, oh, my fucking God, you gave me $1,200. Like, you're my savior. Like, no, it's. Okay, so so it, it it pays your house rent for a month. Cool. I, your mortgage for like one month, like pays one mortgage bill. <laughs> and that's if you got a, a sweet ass deal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it it's a one time payment of twelve hundred dollars during a pandemic is rough. It really is, right? And so now um people are talking about a second shutdown and they're super they're nervous about it right mm-hmm. talking about like a six week shutdown peanut you and i don't serve drinks nope. you and i um don't serve food mm-hmm. like I, I do get that part of it right yeah six weeks man you made it this far you can do six weeks yeah and i mean if it's gonna help us get outside sooner to where we can enjoy our lives normally and like other countries are already doing like- i want to live like all these other other countries, like Italy and all of them, like they pretty much eradicated it. You know, New Zealand, whatever, Thailand, you know, all that crap. Like they've eradicated this damn virus. Like that's fine. I spent like fifteen minutes, like beard prepping, mm-hmm. washed my hair, put oil in it, did the whole sponge thing, put on a fresh fit, make sure my kicks was clean, to go to the grocery store. That's what I did today. I want to be outside so fucking bad, but I understand that it ain't feasible and it's not what we should be doing because like I've told you this and this is what's been like hard for me. Right. Mm -hmm. So I got back in the gym a couple months ago and every day like there's people in there who wear their masks under their nose there's people who wear their masks under their chin. There's people who walk around in their masks and take them off to lift for some reason. And there are people who just don't wear them at all. And I'm just like... Why, why aren't they kicking them out or telling them, like, hey, put it on or get out? I think that you being in a position of authority does not make you authoritarian. 
Um, Absolutely does. There are no. There are people who have positions of power who don't feel comfortable executing that power. They shouldn't be in that power then. Which I agree, but you're also expecting the people in charge of them to have the same ideas. Like weakness is not a symptom of a lack of authority. Weakness is a symptom of a person. Like weakness exists in anybody in any spot. And so Mm -hmm. if it exists at the top, it's going to exist at the bottom. Uh, But my thing is like Seattle Dane exists at the top. I I, I think they're not necessarily worried about it, but I think they will have to worry about it when it's going to cost them money. Yes. Because eventually I feel like if enough people complain, I feel like people need to speak up. And be like, hey, they're not doing this, not doing that. Like, they get shut down. I agree. And and I mean, and it's gonna be funny and sad. Yep. It's gonna be both funny and also sad when it, it happens. It's gonna, it's gonna suck for the workers because you know what? You should have the backbone to tell that. Yes. To that meathead, hey, put your shit on or get yes, out. Yes, you definitely. That's and that's really the ultimate point about a shutdown. Because we talked about it before it happened. Yeah. Like, they were like, okay, you can open bars to 25% capacity. And what did they do? Let everybody in. Yeah, they did. Like, it's, the it's people really who this was designed, yeah. the people it was designed to benefit mm-hmm. decided that they would rather get as much as they could instead of getting what they were designated to get. Mm-hmm. Capitalism is nasty, man. <laughs> it is. It's a nasty business, right? And it's just like... And I'm still seeing on my feeds. Mm-hmm. Niggas is in the streets, baby. In the bars and places maskless and, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, crowded up. And I'm like, dude, like, so someone needs to have the backbone to just say, you know what? Fuck it. We're just going to pull everybody's liquor license. I mean, you remember they shut down the park for a minute mm-hmm. and then it wasn't shut down. That's what I'm saying. But they need to pull their liquor yeah. license. I told you, I went by... Um, Cause I had to go talk to somebody who was like in the vicinity mm-hmm. and my fucker was packed. Like it never closed. Like it was any old Sunday, 2019. Like I, I think that I do think that there is a fear, right? There is absolutely a fear of, I need to get mine now. Cause if they shut it down, I can't get it. Just get on but benefits again. if you were doing things the right way, mm-hmm. then you probably put yourself in a better position to not have to be afraid, you know, but niggas going to do their thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it's, it's, it's hard to tell people to not go for it all when you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So, Oh, I mean, you've had to test twice mm-hmm. for reasons that we don't need to get into. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, not even for, no, I don't no, want to say I, like that. I'll talk about no, it. Cause fine. work. Yeah. Like, like it's just, you were in a situation where you deal with children Mm-hmm. And kids are nasty, and kids are kids are only nasty. Kids are fearless. No, let, let me let me talk about this and be careful. Be careful when you talk about it. No, I am. Okay, but I mean, because I, I just want to understand the silliness, and I don't think it's just with schools per se. I think as it goes a lot more broad because the same thing that was told to me today by a healthcare provider, and I was just kind of like, this makes no sense. Okay. So basically, um, so we, at my school, we had a, a, a lab confirmed positive case. And said person, I, I don't know who it is and, you know, whatever. Although I, I do feel like places of business, we have a right to know. And it doesn't violate HIPAA 
as long as you don't say, hey, they went to the doctor and they, you know, tested for this or this is what happened. If you just say, oh, um, so-and-so has it, that doesn't violate HIPAA. Okay. But if you say, oh, they went to the doctor, this, uh, they got, you know, they got swabbed and then they came back positive, that does violate HIPAA. But just saying uh, flat out like, oh, hey, you know, Coach Tristan has it, that doesn't violate HIPAA at all. Okay. So that's one thing places need to get around. That's people need to understand. All right. And I know it sounds similar to the to the other thing I was saying, but no, it's if, if you just say it flat out like that, it's not a HIPAA violation. It's only a HIPAA violation if you say they went to, the, you know, if you give very specific details. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, like I said, someone, you know, staff member at my, my school, they tested positive. Okay. It was a lab confirmed positive. And so uh basically like between about i think six and ten teachers had to get sent home because they were considered uh exposed to said person and um two of those teachers i work extremely close with and i'm kind of like well what the hell like if those two people were exposed to that person and i've been exposed to those two like this, this in reality, common sense says this is like a, this would be like a domino effect. I mean, it's it only makes sense, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it'll make sense, right? It'd be like, you know, if I was considered exposed to somebody and if you're around me the whole time, that should make you considered exposed as well. Mm-hmm. Because I've been exposed, I've been around you, it just, it, it keeps carrying on. Okay. It's not like, you know, with water, like if there's a waterfall. Like, if it goes through me, it's not just going to stop at me and not hit you. It's going to go to you, too. Mm-hmm. The water's going to go to you, too. You know? And so, basically, that's what I was told. And I was like, uh, that makes no sense, but whatever. So, I got tested again today, and it was negative. And I told the healthcare provider person, I said, look, I go, here's my situation. I explained him the same thing. He said, no, you're not considered exposed. And I'm thinking, like, okay, this doesn't make sense. Like, And in a way, I'm like, okay, like I'm more trusting because, you know, that's her damn job. They're a medical professional, but I'm kind of thinking like, are they, are we changing what's considered the, are, like, are we changing the language of what's considered exposure, not exposure to basically avoid having to shut down things? Because mm-hmm. obviously if, if we went with common sense, if we went with what, you know, you know, is smart kind of thing. Yeah. There would be a whole domino chain effect of all the stuff. And so, yeah, I mean, like to me, like I said, that has me nervous as hell. And then now I'm going to have to be around certain kids that these two uh, individuals have been around in very close proximity with Mm -hmm. that I don't work with these kids. But now I have to take over. And now I'm kind of like, what the hell? Mm -hmm. Like, that makes me very uncomfortable. Like, even after this, like, like, after this is done, like, I'm making a phone call to, to... Share how I feel, kind of thing, and be like, "Look, like this, no, no." Probably a big thing that we should be clear on, and this happened a lot early when COVID first hit. People were like, "Well, you have a ninety-eight percent chance of not dying, right?" Mm-hmm. Which is all well and good, except like peanut. Hmm. If I cut your leg off right now. But cauterize it really quickly. You're probably not going to die. Right? Yeah. But you have one leg now. Like, your life is forever changed. 
There are people who still have problems breathing months later. Yeah. There are kids who are losing their adult teeth. Um, there are... Heart problems, too. There are heart issues. There are people who are suffering from dementia in their 20s and 30s. Like... Wait, excuse me, what? Dementia. Like, I have this high-paying job in New York working for this firm, and I had to take 45 days off because I could not process the information anymore. Like, this is a real bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just about you recovering. Most people are going to recover, but how many people is too many people? Obviously, it's not 200,000 plus. <sighs> and, and we're not even talking about the 200,000 people who have died. You know what I'm saying? In like, our state alone, we have over a million cases. A million cases in our state. We're the first to do it. Like, guys, Texas. do you understand? Like, like again, me and Peanut don't live in what you think Texas is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We don't live in uh, someplace where there's like an, an old west saloon where everybody's fucking going up to the bar, then having a, a, a shootout at the end, having a duel. Like we live in like metropolitan Texas. We live in a big city. And so we live in the suburbs of a big city surrounded by a bunch of old retirees and people who have, you know, like just guys, kind of like it's, we're really in the field. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a joke. And so, you know, the fact that we have not caught it is probably. We know how many people, Peanut. Mm -hmm. Like, I can tell you off top of my head, I can tell you 10 people who have had it, right? Um, I can tell you five people, like, that we used to kick it with all the time, like, who have had it. And how did they get it? By going out still. You know, that's what they chose to do. You and I were very firm on the idea that, well, this thing shut down, so so are we. And so we've been lucky enough. But even with that, even with us taking the proper precautions, you can't fight it. Yeah, and you got to deal with it at the job level. They want us to go back uh, voluntarily on a rotation. They want us to go back after Thanksgiving. You know, and again, I'm somebody. The hard thing about it is, I would do it <laughs> only if, if for no other reason than like. And guys, like not to like bring the mood down, but you got to understand things about me. Like, it's been a really tough year personally because of stuff outside of COVID um, and then you talk about COVID not letting you go out um, my job all of a sudden keeping me indoors all the time and so me literally like again Peanut being a teacher he gets to go to work he gets to go coach I wish I got to stay home not well, gonna lie okay fair but we are not the same, right? Yeah. So, so to flip yeah. it around, mm -hmm. he gets to go coach. Like he gets to his interpersonal interactions are way more than mine have been in the last eight months, and so me dealing with that, like on top of I'm going to be 35 in a month. Like there's a lot, and I'm not saying to say I'm the only person going through stuff. What I'm saying is a lot of people are going through this. Mm -hmm. Then you want to talk about seasonal depression, like. This is not an easy time for a lot of people. So I understand why there are people taking unnecessary risks. I understand why there are people who really feel like they really need to be out. I understand why there are people playing with their lives. I absolutely get it. 
it's still bullshit. <laughs> like at the end of the day, because chances are statistically you aren't the one that's going to suffer from it. You know, like you might go through something, but imagine your ass is out at the club and then somebody had somebody could tell you the exact data of the people that you hurt because you caught it were asymptomatic and three people died. Like, how do you process that? Probably like, well, was my family members oh well kind of thing. Shit is fucked up, man. But the crazy thing is, like, I just recently found out that uh, my grandma's sister and her husband, um, they had it. They were in they were in the ICU for a while, and mm. her, I guess, my grandma's brother in law, like, he just died recently because of it. Shit. And rest in peace. Yeah, my, yeah, my grandma's sister. Younger sister, like she's still not on an ICU, like fighting that shit. Mm-hmm. They've been there like over a month. Yeah, I, I had no idea. And, and the crazy thing is, is, like, they didn't go anywhere. They don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, maybe some people, some family come to visit. But who knows? Like you said, who knows if if a, some because I, I don't really fuck with that side of the family. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do, but I don't because they don't really fuck with us for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because family shit or whatever. Because you know, um, you know, whatever. Like, I know how I go. Yeah. With the whole, you know, steps and bullshit like that. But we, we don't know what they do. We don't know if they've been out and about or, and then they come to visit and bring that shit home to them. Mm-hmm. And sure, you may not be going through it, but then. Yeah, there you go. Like, For sure. You know, you know, now it's like, you know, uh, you know, dad, grandfather, whatever. Like, you know, he's gone now. You know, good dude. Funny dude. And um and like I said, yeah, my gr- my grandma's younger sister is like I I had no idea, but yeah, she's been in the ICU for like about a damn near month and shit, like fighting this shit. Mm. She's like seventy something already, so you know the odds are obviously stacked against her. But I mean that's just thing, like yeah, guys, like we all want to be out and about, but we all gotta take precautions. Drink at home, guys. Drink at home. Just invite some close people over. Just drink at home. You'll realize it's a whole lot better than you know being out and about. You know what got me? Hmm. So. We were out basically every weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Before this. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Before COVID hit, right? Nobody's asked about me. Nobody's been out. Hey, granted, I don't want to see nobody because like a couple of our close friends, right? Mm-hmm. But nobody that I just used to see in the mix has reached out like, yo, how come I ain't seen you out? Like, yo, where you been? Like, yo, I miss you. Let's go kick it. It ain't been that. Oh, of course. It's not going to be that. They don't care. It's about the individual. Yeah. Yeah. Instant gratification, individualism. Yep. It's about wanting to be there, wanting to be in the mix. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not about love. And, And not that I just knew it was about love, but realizing it's not about love is a lot. Yeah. You know? So... Yeah, I just don't feel the compulsion when I see everybody out. Because, again, like, I got to face my mother. Because it's just going to take one person being on IG Live and my mama seeing it. Be like, yo, what are you out here doing? Like, my grandmother looking at that. You know, like, somebody I respect looking at that. I go to the barbershop every time I'm there. Me and my barber are making fun of a dude we know for being out every weekend, three days a week with no mask, just out there kicking it. Like... I hope they don't let him in the shop. What they do is, if he has an appointment, nobody else can be in there. That's kind of the of the trade-off. 
I hope they sanitize the hell out of that chair or make him do that shit outside on a metal chair or something. He gets braided. So oh, he's, okay. Yeah, so that's that's not my problem. But it's still rough, right? Like, it's yeah. just you out there every weekend, Playboy. Like, I don't I don't need it that bad. And you know that what I'm piece of change ain't worth it. It's really not. That piece change. Yeah. Tell, tell a man to go somewhere but again, else. But yeah, I understand Tell a man to go somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I get that you got to keep your business afloat, but damn. That one it's, person I think that's another big afloat. thing about it, though. Yeah. It's it's Because it's even the same thing with the gym, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched the guy at the front desk at the gym dap up a guy who wasn't wearing a mask. Because I'm like, damn, that's a relationship you have built, and you're really not comfortable telling that man what he should and shouldn't be doing. Which is stupid. Which I, is at, stupid. At that point, that, that person working the front mm. should not be working that job. That person that walked in ma- uh, maskless should not have his, he, they should have their membership revoked. Don't you wish these white women who vote wrong could use their powers for good and really stop the bullshit that's happening? Nope. They'd rather be petty and get mm. niggas shot by the police. Yep. I hate it here. That's how it be sometimes. You know what I don't hate, though? Hmm. That nigga Trump got cooked. Oh, that's hilarious. He got fried up. He got flambéed. They put that man in the air fryer on 450, let that bitch rock for 25, and put some grease in it. Fire yeah. alarm going crazy. He's going crazy. through it. Those pictures that showed him recently, he's going through it. Yo, he's looking pale. You see my man. His hair is He's not gray. even putting the orange makeup on no yeah, more. Yeah, he's just. He's not even doing the, the Tampico bad. He needs to, he needs he to get, crazy out he here. He needs to get used to that look because that's going to be like in prison. I'm not going to give him makeup or nothing like that. He ain't got no spray uh, tan salon in, in jail, prison. You lost a popular vote twice. Mm-hmm. You got cooked in the Electoral College. Your vice president went on vacation. What? Fox News. Yeah, Pence was like, I'm, I'm taking I think he came off vacation, but he was kicking it. He was like, nah, I don't need no part of this. Fox <laughs> News ain't on your side no more. You got cooked. A lot of a lot of the Republican lawmakers saying, dude, just concede you lost. This yeah, is voter fraud. they said throw in the, the white flag and not the white flag that's the Blue Lives Matter flag, not the white flag that's the Nazi flag. Not uh, the white flag. Not that's the a Trump, don't tread on me. Not the don't tread on me flag. Um, not the Confederate flag, but the the other white flag. White flag number four. Damn, the nigga got cooked. Shit is so funny. And it's not even like, I remember when it happened. You know, my mother was like, like yo, be careful out there. Um, you know, I don't want nothing to happen to you. And, you know, watch your back. These niggas ain't even mad like that. Because they know. They know they were rocking with some bullshit. Like, they didn't believe in the doctrine. They believed in the freedom it allowed them to have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he got cooked. Yeah. He was yes, on a skillet. Did. A lot of butter in the skillet. And they cooked sausage before they cooked him. So it was like mad grease. And bacon. They put him in the toaster. They put him in a toaster oven. He's an English muffin right now. They went out to... The same uh, field that uh, Clark's cousin was living on in Vegas vacation, and they just threw him on a rock and he started cooking because there was nuclear matter out there. He got fucking smoked on that bitch. (laughs) I love it here. That shit's amazing. Anything bad and embarrassing to bad people, I fucking love it. They sprinkled him some fallout. He's done. Oh, yeah. He's done. You serve that man up with a Nuka-Cola, he's fucking done. It'll be interesting to see in January, see what's going to happen. They're going to drag his ass out. I can't wait. And you know, you know, the funny thing is right now is like the Secret Service have over 100 people that have to quarantine because of it. What I tell you, it's the same thing. 
People don't feel like they can speak up and talk for themselves, and they are out here dying because of it. Fuck that. You better speak up. Better say something. Look at everybody. Your man, Ben Carson's dumbass. Whole, whole actual medical brain surgeon. A brain surgeon decided not to wear masks. Yep. Because he wanted to rock with his white handlers. He wanted to coon in front of them white folks. That gave him, didn't make him the surgeon general. They made him the head uh-huh. of urban housing and development. <laughs> Treating him like a nigger. <laughs> they said, hey. What do we got something y- for you, boy? Y'all are used to this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, we got something for you, boy. Yeah. <sighs> I don't got nothing else. I feel like, again, how I feel overall, racism isn't dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, sexism isn't dead. Um, The inequality of how our country treats the poor isn't dead. None of that died. But a little bit more dignity, a little bit more safety. And a little bit goes a long way. And white people are less comfortable. And that ultimately makes me smile it's the south congress podcast episode 123 my name is cameron and i'm tristan and we're out bye tell them crackers that want to support the show want a specific topic comic show or movie discuss supporting the south congress podcast on patreon allows you to dictate the conversation visit patreon.com slash seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show 